Do you wish that all things wealth and finance were much easier to understand and not presented by a bunch of beige cardigan-wearing geeks? Welcome to the Clever Investor Podcast, where we're dishing up the easiest-to-understand finance program served in bite-sized chunks, so your brain will thank you as your knowledge grows. Hosted by the brilliant Owen Taylor, a multiple award-winning expert with a glorious knack for explaining the complex world of wealth in the simplest of ways. Hello, Clever Investors, and welcome back to another show. And this week, we're going to talk about rent vesting. What is it? Why is it? And why aren't some people thinking of doing this rather than being upset that they can't buy a property? So rent vesting as a word didn't exist 10 years ago. Somebody wild out there invented it. I'd like to think it was us, but maybe it wasn't. Rent where you want to live and invest elsewhere. Let's go through what the advantages, the disadvantages. Renting for so many people is something that you do in your younger years and then you grow up and you go and buy a house and you have 2.3 kids and a Labrador and then eventually you pay off that property and keep mowing the lawn in the meantime. Now, that's what we used to call the great Australian dream, which was quarter acre block. But what I want to do to you today is somewhat undo this great Australian dream that many of us have grown up with. Today's great Australian dream really doesn't hold the same kind of ideals as it did for previous generations. Today's great Australian dream just doesn't do it for many people from a practical point of view, but then also from a financial point of view. Trying to buy into a marketplace where you're really stretching yourself is something that many Australians are just preferring not to do. They're going back to actually thinking about having a more practical level of debt. And this also is freeing up the lifestyle Before I go too much further, let me just remind you about the word mortgage. So the mort in the mortgage is Latin for death pledge. And this is telling us that this debt is with us for an awfully long period of time. Now, one of the disadvantages that many Australians are looking at when we're buying an owner-occupied property and having a Sydney-sized mortgage on the property is that you are really, really tied into this. And nowadays, and especially in the largest market in the country, Sydney, it means you're making a very long-term commitment because if you're buying a million-dollar property, well, have you seen what the stamp duty rates are on that? You don't want to buy that property and then flick it in two years' time. This is something that you want to be in for quite a few years. So if we compare it to when you're renting a property, you've got a great amount of flexibility and also convenience in renting. You move into a rental property and you don't like your neighbours, it's a lot easier to get 
out of that lease and to move somewhere else. So why do people rent properties? One of the reasons is they can't afford to buy a property themselves. Another reason is they think that they can't actually afford to buy. Those that have got an approval to go and buy a property then realise that they don't actually want to live where they can afford to buy. Renting also gives us a great amount of flexibility and it gives you some lifestyle choices as well. If you love surfing and you can't afford to buy a place in Bondi, but hey, you can rent there, why not? Rent vesting has always existed in some sort, but we sort of gave it a name a few years ago. You've always been able to buy a property, rent it out and rent somewhere else. But as we discovered in last week's show, with the growth of lenders' mortgage insurance and the competitive market that we now have in Australia as far as lending goes, it's made it a lot more viable and a lot easier for people. It also links in very much to the lifestyle, people moving interstate, working on contracts for a while. Now, there's also the practical side of things. We've got more and more Australians that are going into retirement with major debt on their owner-occupied property. Now, what used to happen years ago was grandpa and grandma used to say, well, we'll just downsize when we come to retirement. And that's it. They sold the big family home and they moved a few streets away into a smaller house. But that move has now got further and further and further away from where they originally started. With the growth of property prices and with the urban sprawl of our cities, since the early 2000s, the number of Australians going into retirement with debt on their owner-occupied property has more than tripled. And that amount that they're carrying into retirement has almost doubled. Now, this means there's less money to put into retirement because what are you going to do? You're going to keep that debt and keep using part of your super and your pension to pay that, or you're forced to sell and move out of the area so that you can downsize on a property. So thinking about things from a practical point of view, this is where a lot of people are now looking at rent vesting. So we're still getting into the property market and you're not cutting yourself off from ever buying an owner-occupied property into the future. But as I've always spoke about, you are now leveraging your money into an appreciating marketplace. Over the last three decades, the number of owner-occupied properties in Australia has fallen by about 5%. So about 65% of properties that are owned in Australia now have the people that own them living in them. It's their home. So the flip side of this means that the amount of properties that are rental properties has actually increased and it's gone up from about 1.8 million to just over two and a half million properties that are now available for people to rent. So it's opened this marketplace up. There's also, on the backside of all of that, quite a, a shift in the style of properties that people want to live in now. Did you know about 46% of the people living in Sydney live in high-density properties? So they're living in townhouses or apartments. 
And the modern apartment building is so very different to what we were building in the 1970s and the 1980s. The size of them, the fit out, the amenities of the buildings, and also this convenience of living. It's shifting with our shift in lifestyle and choice. Now, rent vesting is a subject that I often bring up to people that I meet that are upset that they can't afford to buy a property where they live. And they start becoming victims and blaming, oh, it's not fair. I'm being priced out of the market. You're not really being priced out of the market at all. It's always been the case. There's always been a bit of a struggle for first time people to get into the property market. Towards the end of the 1980s is when we saw dwelling prices start to exceed the average full-time earnings. And being all upset about it doesn't mean it's going to get you into the property market any sooner. So we need to take a practical approach to how we're going to plan for this. There's absolutely nothing wrong with living in a rental property. I think that maybe back in the 70s and 80s, there was a little bit more of a social stigma on people that rented properties. They were considered to maybe be of a lower status, but that's really not the case nowadays. I know some very, very wealthy people who choose to rent the property that they live in and all of the properties that they own are investment properties. Now, as I mentioned earlier on, this doesn't preclude you from ever buying an owner-occupied property. And I know the plan for a few of these people is one day in the distant future or the near future, they will sell some of these or maybe all of these investment properties and put all of that into owning their owner-occupied property, wherever it is. And from a little bit of the chatting that I did when I was prepping for this podcast, some of these people also said, I don't want to retire into Sydney. So why would I sink all of my money into a market and have an enormous debt on this property where my long-term goal is to move up, down the coast, inland or wherever they want to be? Now, it's time for a little word from today's podcast sponsor. Have you been thinking for far too long about how to become a property investor? For most people, fear absolutely paralyzes them. Wait no more. Great starting point is to come along to this webinar that I run, The Principles of Property Investment. The idea of this is to give you a game plan on how you can start and the fundamentals of it. The Principles of Property Investment is the perfect starting point. Don't be full of fear, knowledge is power, The links are going to be on the social media or go to bluewealth.com.au, look under the events tab and book yourself in. What are we all really seeking? Most of us are looking for a convenience of living. If money's not an issue, where do I want to live? And we want to live near amenities. We want to live near cafes, shopping centres, restaurants, ease of transport to and from our employment. And remembering as well, your job may change. You might be somebody that's at the beginning of their career path 
And you know full well that you might be two or three years with your current employer or with you in your current working situation because you're studying part-time and then you're going to have opportunities that are going to take you to other cities, maybe other countries as well. So committing to a large owner-occupied debt on a property where you might not be there long-term is something that many people are thankfully being very practical about. Renting as well also gives you the opportunity to be close by to your family, depending on what your lifestyle is. Or you might use the opportunity to move as far away as possible from family. With the way that interest rates are at the moment, I cannot recall in the last maybe four to five years when I've run the numbers for somebody buying an investment property and it has not been a positive return on the property. So just like all of the things that I speak about, the most important thing for you to look at when you're rent vesting is you need to know what your numbers are. Again, it's a chat on the phone with your mortgage broker and get them to run the figures on, if I bought an owner-occupied property for X amount, in the area that I really want to live in. Then look at the scenario of, well, why don't I rent there? And then I want you to run me the numbers on if I bought an investment property for whatever it is, four, five, six hundred thousand dollars $600,000. Now, once you've got those numbers, then what you want to do is run a thing called a property investment analysis report, commonly known in the industry as a PIA. What this will do is look at what's your real holding cost for an investment property. And we can work out then whether it's going to be positive or negatively returned property for you. And it's going to help you make some decisions. If you don't know someone or your mortgage broker hasn't got the capacity to run a property investment analysis report, which a lot of them don't, and it's because it's something that they don't do all the time. Send me a note, email me, owen at thecleverinvestor.com.au and I'll get you one of these reports run for you. I hope you've enjoyed a little bit of information about what rent vesting is. I do actually have an hour-long webinar coming up on rent vesting very soon. I'll put the details into the uh, on the website and also in the socials. Keep an eye out for it. If you're a rent vester, send me a note. Tell me how things are going for you. Oh, and by the way, everybody. I'm actually a rent vester. All of the properties that I own are investment properties and I rent wherever I want to live. There's a great amount of convenience and flexibility for me and it works for me. And I'll see you again next week for the Clever Investor Podcast. You have been listening to the Clever Investor Podcast, proudly sponsored this week by Blue Wealth Property. Are you ready to start a new investment journey? Get in touch with the industry leaders Blue Wealth Property. Blue Wealth have a proven track record in using research to identify growth markets. And Blue Wealth have supported thousands of Australians to buy the right property in the right market at the right time. Go to bluewealth.com.au. 